0: Well, we have a lot to talk about. Welcome to Locked On 76ers. Sixers fall, ninety nine ninety in game six. The season comes to an end in disappointing fashion. We break it all down next and tell you what went wrong right here on Locked On 76
1: You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: welcome you are locked on 76ers and welcome back i'm devon gibbons of 97 father fanatic radio in philadelphia alongside my co-host and partner every time we do this and that is keith pompey of the sixers beat writer and keith we have an ending to the season it ended the way that uh we didn't expect it to end this way disappointing fashion for this basketball team a lot to discuss man
1: yeah man it was really disappointing that was a uh... That might have been the worst uh, elimination I saw. Oh, I'll take that back. They got their butts whipped against um, against Boston when they got swept. But outside of that, bro. That was the first, oh, you're
0: you talking about in the bubble? In the bubble. And okay. even that game, they was battling hard. But this nah. one? Yeah, this Ooh. one was tough, man. So we thank everybody for making Locked On 76 as your first listen. For your next listen, of course, we check you. we tell you about Locked On NBA going forward. Uh, but we appreciate you making us your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including right here on YouTube at Locked On 76ers. Keith, a ninety-nine ninety defeat to the Miami Heat. It's not about the point total. It's about what happened on the floor. Disappointing effort, lack of energy. Again, the toughness, the physicality. Just wasn't there for the 76ers as they now lose the last two games in five and six. But to go out this way leaves a lot of questions up in the air for a lot of Sixer fans. I'm sure the organization as well after this, the way that they went out in this last game in game six, but not just six, but also game five.
1: Yeah, but it ain't even about the questions right now. I mean,
0: it leaves a lot of questions.
1: I mean, it's a just that- them. I mean, a lot of them, but it's, it's like, I mean, James Harden just didn't look like the dude that you wanted him to look like. I mean, he looked like a guy that quit in the second half. I mean, real rap, but we're going to be honest. He looked like a dude that quit, like, you know what? We ain't winning. I could care less. I ain't trying to go back to South Beach, right? You know, Joel Embiid had a game where, you know, he finished with 20 points and he had a game-high 12 rebounds, but he shot seven for 24, and it was like to a point where he was getting booed too because he was out there shooting in the perimeter the whole time and missing. So it's kind of like, yo, what's going on? You know, Tobias Harris, was he struggled, too. He
0: did. Um, you know. Uh, Maxi struggled, even though he, he had 20 points, also a team yeah. high with Embiid. He was 9 for 20. But it, it just seemed like he really couldn't get it going. But when you talk about effort, he was one that gave effort, but it doesn't necessarily uh, pop out to you when you look at the box score with what he did. And, and nobody is really off the hook. Maybe Shake Milton because he came off the bench and tried yeah. to do something. Yeah. Right? You give at least give him that. I mean, he was six for eight, three for four. I
1: mean, think about it. Things got so bad. Things got so bad that they ran their offense through him. I know. In the third quarter, when you had all these other dudes out there, you had to run your offense through Shake. And um, you know, I don't know. You look at the starters, and they just they didn't have it. I mean, Tobias minus seventeen, Joel minus six. Um, Tyrese minus 24, James minus 16. You know, it was, uh, you know, James four for nine. You say three for seven on threes. But when you factor in, he only took two shots in the second half. Second half, so, And so it's like this was a this was a bad one,
0: man. It was an extremely bad loss. It was. It was a bad way to go out, uh, out on your home floor and an opportunity again to a force the game seven to kind of redeem yourself to a sense from what took place in game number five in Miami, where you got rocked by 35, you need to come out there and again, put up a better effort and, and Keith, that. We bring that up because in, in talking to all the people, because they were only down by one point at the break, 49, 48, there was still an opportunity for them to do something uh, about this. But I mean, they get off to a, a start right away. Miami does where they just, they go on a little bit of a run. And, and next thing, you know, in the third quarter, they're up big and the next thing you know, you look up in the seventy-two fifty-nine, 59 the Miami Heat, uh, just like that. You, you know what I'm saying? And it's like how do you come out, out of the locker room and not have that juice, not have that energy, and taking whatever the coach is delivering uh, with this halftime speech to come out there and put your best foot forward and give a better effort, execution, not being surprised by what the defense is that Miami is throwing at you, and, and giving a much better performance but they didn't do that. And then Doc Rivers spoke about it after the game, where again, he talked about the physicality, how they were crushed once again. You mentioned it already on the boards, 49 to 35. Where was the effort? Where was the physicality? Where was the energy to match Miami or make them try to match what you are bringing to them out there on the floor? Keith, that was just, that was a a bad way to go out. And uh, I had one caller after the game point out on the radio uh, the the game seven in uh, against the Atlanta Hawks a season ago was worse than this one but then I had people coming back immediately saying no this one was worse because of how the lack of effort the lack of energy out there on the floor
1: yeah they kind of quit man it looked like they quit I mean some people on there I mean that last that game seven that, that was a, a good game you know I know Ben Gave up that missed, like passed up the dunk. Yeah, but really, then that game wasn't decided until the end. Yeah, I mean they were in it. And this one, nah, this was a, this was another butt whooping, dude. I mean, like ninety seven, I mean ninety
0: nine to ninety. That ain't even how close it was. This one was a butt whooping. This was was so much so that we need to continue that on the other side, Keith, because there was just so much to dive into with the uh, uh, lack of effort in the game and the season coming to an end. Once again, final score, 99-90. We'll do that when we come right back. Keep it going with just a recap of the game and how poor the performance was right here on Locked On 76ers. But I got to tell you about Built Bar. on a time like this and staying up late, getting up early, getting ready for some more things that that go along with this conversation piece here with the 76ers, I got to talk to you about Built Bar and something new, birthday cake puffs. We've been telling you about the puffs, the 100% uh, real chocolate and all of that. Well, we got to tell you about the birthday cake puffs as well. Imagine when you, uh, you know how you, you get a cake and you want to you wanna dig your fingers into the frosting and kind of get a little <laughs> try out there? Well, it's the same thing here, man. You, you open it in your eyes and you realize that, wow, oh, this tastes great, but it was only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. That's what it's like to eat a birthday cake puff from Built. I just received my birth my birthday cake puffs And i have never had anything like this before i'm telling you they're available right now and we can promise you that they will be there tomorrow for you so go get them today at built.com make every day your birthday with built birthday cake puffs built has taken the delicious experience of biting into a fresh slice of birthday cake and i love birthday cake i'm telling you as a grown-up don't matter love my treats and i often talk about built bar and you can replace things But if they're going to incorporate the puffs in the Built Bar with the birthday cake, I'm 100% in. You get the 100% white chocolate and the added sprinkles. That's the key here for me. Got to have the sprinkles, 150 calories, 16 grams of protein, 9, only 9 grams of sugar. This limited time flavor is an amazing option for you if you're looking for a healthy way to get flavor and variety in your day. So go ahead, go to Built.com to get your birthday cake puffs now. Go to built.com using promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off of your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. Welcome back to Locked On 76ers. Thank you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast for nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts sixers weren't the only game last night the dallas mavericks forced a game seven against the phoenix suns so go ahead again check out the locked on now podcast keith we got to keep it going and i'll bring this up too we talked about this turnovers being a big key once again 13 turnovers a lower number but again it was how it happened when they happened and what happened after those turnovers were forced a lot of them were unforced errors And then you go the other way and you look at how easy the buckets were, the transition buckets, 13. They were six for six, the Miami Heat, off the Sixers' mistakes. And they were going the other way, getting the buckets. But total, 23, 22 points off the Sixers' turnovers. Now, the Miami Heat coughed the ball up three more times at 16, but the Sixers were only able to uh, get 13 points off of those turnovers, 22 off the Sixers' mistakes again, just not engaged, not locked in. James Harden had a team high, along with Tyrese Maxey four, but it seemed like his were more problematic than Maxey's were because of a veteran being in this spot before and what you needed from James Harden. Yeah, I mean, dude, it was it was it was simple stuff. I mean, it was
1: like you get the ball, you like you're in the perimeter, you're trying to do a routine pass. But you don't account for the guy right being right there. It was it was like a track meet, and the bad part about it is like they would turn the ball over and they wouldn't even chase the guy down the floor. Like you exactly. know, what I mean, yep. it's like well, uh, next play, well, somebody go down there and inbounds, it we're good. It, it was it was just lack of effort, man. And it's like pointing fingers, and you know, like the excuse afterwards was well, you know, we weren't together for that long, and this and that. Nah, I wish we had more time. Right? I wish we had more time for what? What? Like, I mean, what was gonna, what was gonna happen then? Like, I don't know. Like those type of mistakes that they were making in the effort, like it, it you know, it, it's crazy. And then after the game, not to change the subject, but after the game, like you keep hearing, yeah, we got to be mentally tough. We got to be mentally tough. Now, Wait for I'm, I'm gonna say this: they got their butts whipped in game five. They got humiliated. They got embarrassed. And I if if there was a time for you to come out and play like a like like dogs and get real gritty, it was last night. And what happened? It was a carbon copy of the game before. They just quit, man. So like when you hear we gotta get mentally tough and we gotta do this, the opportunity to do that was 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 last night. Your next game, man. With, with you your backs I mean? against the wall, right? Yeah. what they may have to do is they may have to need some new roster play. Um, they need to change some people because it's it was kind of tough, man. Like the only person who really got grimy, the only person who got grimy was Shake Milton. That was the only one.
0: Yeah. No, nah, man, and it was that was disappointing showing the effort. As you said, look, you can accept certain losses when you you see that it came down to the final three minutes, and in the end, the talent just took over. I understand they're playing a lot of minutes too—40 plus minutes for three of the starters. 38-21 for Tobias Harris, and you you look at that and you say, "Yeah, I'm sure you are tired. I'm sure you are fatigued. But this is why you play deep into the season uh, to win a championship. You're not worried about the minutes, the the logging of all the stuff that's going to be put on on your legs because you're so tired from all the minutes. Well. This is a part of the game. This is what happens. And you still have to fight through all of that despite it all. And especially when you're trying to make up for, as you talked about, having your butt whipped on Tuesday in game five and coming back and showing a better effort, not only just simply showing a better effort, but doing so on your home floor in front of your home crowd that has supported you all season. And they certainly deserve to see a much better effort than they did last night in that game number six eliminating them and forcing them to end the season and go into the summer with plenty of questions as you talked about, and we'll get to those at a later date. But one thing that we have to get into next Keith is the questions that were posed to doc rivers about his future, his answers, and what he said. We'll get into that next right here on locked on 70.
1: Yeah. Our partners at bet online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL games. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, eSports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions online where the game starts today Do it today people do it
0: today well the sixers didn't do it and that's why they are uh, going home and we will have one of them co-host with us all summer because they they don't have anything to do going forward um, Welcome back to Lockdown 76ers before we get to Doc Rivers Keith did you see I know you were busy did you see the video of, of Jimmy Butler going back into the visitors mm-hmm. locker room? And he said, You chose that guy over
1: me. He said, You chose Tobias over me. Tobias over me. Why you say that guy? You ain't want to say who he no, said. I was going to say it, but oh. <laughs> yeah.
0: it's like, Whoa. I, I listen, I didn't expect that. Uh, everybody's talking about what he said post game about Embiid, how much he loved him, and how much he still wishes he was playing with him, but he loves being in Miami. But I didn't expect that going into the locker room. I didn't know what the relationship was with Tobias Harris, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, but I didn't know that he would come out and say that post game. I'd, I'd imagine that he wanted to make a point uh, playing the Sixers for the first time in the postseason since he left here uh, a couple of offseasons ago. But I didn't expect that. So I just wanted to make sure I brought that up, that we didn't ignore that, because that was unexpected to me. That came out of nowhere with him uh, saying that out loud as he went back. into. Well, well, you know how
1: the situation was. Let's keep it 100. So it came down to Tobias and... And Jimmy, you know, that's what it came down to. Like it was one of those
0: things where it came down to
1: Jimmy and Ben Simmons. Nah, this is what it came down. I mean, it did, but this is what it came down to. When they was negotiating, when they were negotiating, they was negotiating with Tobias, seeing what he wanted. They was negotiating with Jimmy, seeing what he wanted. Only one of them was going to stay. Only one of them, Right. And then, but the thing about it is, with the whole Jimmy thing was, I mean, the Ben thing was, Ben did not want to play with him. Mm-hmm. Brett Brown, they said, didn't want to coach him anymore, right? So, but what it was is, Tobias was the better guy in regards to being a team, uh, you know, being a nicer guy, a team guy, more coachable, maybe, more coachable. But I, I honestly think it came down. I mean, it, I, I know that. And I, and I wrote that years ago that they chose him. But again, you are right. Ben and them um didn't want to play with him.
0: Right. And, and they didn't want to so coach. So, money wise and years and personality, it was Tobias Harris. But when you look at the other part of the ball handling and scheme and stylistically, it was the Simmons aspect with Brett Brown, too. So, yeah, it, but what I'm saying is, it, it's yeah, all what, of it. But what I'm trying to say is he's
1: only going to pay one of them.
0: No, I got that part. So that's what I'm
1: talking about. And that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. Like, yeah, the whole Ben thing. Yeah, we get it. But they was only going to pay one of
0: them. hundred percent. And look, I'm sitting here and I'll tell you right now. I, at the time, said I thought Jimmy Butler would be back because it was the obvious choice. uh, Outside of what the Brett Brown angle and the Ben Simmons part of it, in terms of, the toughness and, and the dog and and the in the, the 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 resume that's already been out there what you are trying to accomplish no disrespect to tobias harris it was just more he fit with what i thought they needed at the time and they went the way that they went and decided that and then all the stuff that you reported and the, the, all the other stuff that was out there about trying to handle him <laughs> he took that personally as well yeah, man, this is the first time he was able to do it, and he got them, and he got them sending them home. So uh, but, that's just tough.
1: But here's the thing. It shouldn't have came down to choosing between them to those two. Because if you remember in the beginning, once they got them all, they had press conferences. I'm telling you, they I had press it. conferences, Josh Harris, and I'm saying, we intend on bringing everyone back. And he's like, yo, but that's going to be pricey. And they kept saying we intend on bringing everyone back. And you know, Marcus Hayes and I last night after the game, I said to Marcus that this team is worse than that team, right? He like, oh, nah, nah,
0: 100 oh, nah, percent, nah. yeah, 100%. Nah, nah. He like,
1: nah. Look, he said, you know, the, the whole Ben Simmons aspect. Look, dude, no, nah. not nah, listen. That team right there, that starting five, that was your forget, they were on the cut. Co- they were on the cover of Sports Illustrated. People forget that. That starting lineup of Ben Simmons, Jimmy Butler, J.J. Reddick, Tobias Harris, and, um, Joel. And, and Joel was on his cover. Now, here's the funny thing. That team was so good, Tobias was a fourth or fifth option, depending on how you wanted to uh, play it out. Tobias, they ran the offense through him in the first quarter. And then as the game would progress, it became more of Joel and, and, and Jimmy. And then you had Ben as the, as the shooter. I mean, excuse me, that's the shooter. But you had Ben as the defender. Mm-hmm. And then you had uh, J.J. coming off of um, dribble oh. handoffs, draining threes. Yeah. And, and then they had – that's before Mike Scott. Like, Mike Scott had two good years. I mean, he had one good year. But then the second year, he struggled a little bit.
0: Yeah, I'm telling you, man. That, that was the team look at the team look James Ennis Mike Scott yeah it for Jonathan Simmons these are just your wings that you talk yeah. about being yeah. able to defend all these wings in the league then you go TJ McConnell's still here and you're you're looking at some of the big men they had the issues there Greg Monroe Amir Johnson all that stuff but to your point those guys are only going to have to play a certain amount of minutes if Embiid was healthy and then you just have to sprinkle in the others to get more minutes and the toughness so when we talk about the lack of energy and the physicality and the toughness that team had a majority of those guys had that including J.J. Reddick who you would look at and say oh he's just a shooter but he was respected for what he did and his leadership qualities and um that that's um yeah so I agree with you I disagree with Marcus I'm on your side with that one that was the squad right there yeah yeah it was it was but now let's talk about let's talk about doc what do you think about that well i mean i don't blame him for the series after a while it was just what it was the talent the lack of energy and all that stuff that's not on him um but uh you know maybe some play calling things you can look at and say should you have done more to try to get the ball to him beat a little deeper into the possessions or james harden devised something more for him should you put the ball in Maxie's hands a little bit more uh but I didn't think this series was his loss, but you know that's going to be the topic of conversation a lot this offseason of whether he should return or not. And I know we'll discuss a lot of that in the next episode too, but uh, this is going to be a big one because Daryl Morey, he didn't hire him. Now there's two second-round exits, back-to-back seasons. While they have a good working relationship, they say, you know, what does this mean? What does this mean? Will he be back? I don't know, Keith. No, nah, I don't know either. But here's the thing about the whole drawing up
1: plays and doing all that. It's hard to win a game even if you had rare Red, red Auerbach drawing up plays. <laughs> when you got dudes that's getting out there getting manhandled and looking like they quit.
0: Exactly. I mean, it's tough.
1: Like, you know what I'm saying, dude? But, like,
0: or did they quit because they didn't like some of the things that he was doing? Now, that's not an excuse. I'm not saying it's an excuse and it's an acceptable excuse. I'm saying, you know how some guys can get if they don't like a guy. I
1: I don't know. Like, you know, my thing is, the thing is you put on, you're getting paid that money you support. Like, like Joel said, look, it's up to us. Yeah, coach can tell you what to do, but it's up to us. Now, some people, like, if you like them or not, you, you you went out there and quit. This ain't the right city to quit, man. Like, everybody saw it. People saw it.
0: You can't deny it. I I, I know. You I can't know. deny
1: it. So, you know, is it the sabotage? Is it whatever? But, like, you know what I mean? I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel like Doc is going to be the fall guy, and everybody's saying he keep talking about that Ben Simmons stuff. Well, that's real. It wasn't. Ben Simmons stuff was real.
0: Yeah, but four um, games without him or Harden, and then the next the six, one thing is they were hard.
1: in first place. I mean, they he talked about, but they did come out and they did become the first place
0: team. <laughs> and he so helped. Hard. He helped lead them to a first place spot. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it's yeah. It's just... I mean, he he won a hundred games in two seasons. People forget it. There was a seventy-two game season last year. They were the number one seed, and he was a big part of that. You can't ignore him and being a big part of that now he'll get some of the blame of course as he should for the game seven and the atlanta hawks lost that series lost uh but this year i I agree with you i think he might be the fall guy for this one for what happened i agree with you yeah so i mean it's it's a sad situation but and we'll have plenty of time to talk about it all and especially with the exit interviews coming up so we thank everybody for making locked on 76 is your first listen every day on our next episode We'll tell you about what was said uh, for the exit interviews with the general man, uh, pardon me, the president of basketball operations, Dale Morey, head coach, Doc Rivers, and the players. We'll tell you about that on our next one. Now, make your second listen, Locked On NBA. We're Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, uh, I know the season is over and we're gonna continue to go on, but man, it's been a blast. Breaking down the games with you every, every uh, every day. Yeah, it ain't over yet, bro. It ain't no. over yet. Uh, now, we, now we get into the
1: off season. Yeah, we're gonna break down who who needs to go and stay, all that other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right. And who they are gonna get. So and and should uh and 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 should they uh should they uh, pay James Harden at $233 million? Uh,
0: that part, no. But we'll get into that more going forward. <laughs> yeah, all right.
1: But listen, y'all, if when you, you want to follow this podcast, you can follow our podcast wherever you – you can subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts at. Secondly, you can follow uh, and subscribe to this YouTube channel, Locked on 76 is YouTube, just by going there and clicking on the subscribe button. Click on the Liberty Bell and uh
0: it's all good we appreciate you guys thanks so much and we'll talk to you on our next episode have a good weekend peace